0: Reminder, don't miss Full Circle, our digital news show that gives us a chance to dig in some important topics and have in-depth conversations. You can catch it streaming live at 6 p.m. Eastern on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays at CNN.com slash Full Circle. You can watch it there and on CNN app at any time on demand. If you ever miss 360, you can also listen to our podcast. Go to CNN.com slash podcast or any of the major platforms. Just search for Anderson Cooper 360. News continues here on CNN with Jim Acosta and Democracy in Peril. Jim anderson thank you very much i'm jim acosta and this is democracy in peril our special series to sound the alarm that american democracy is still very much in danger and tonight we'll dig into how former president donald trump's forces are purging state and local republican party operations across the country it's of course happening at the national level too as trump is picking and choosing his favorite big lie peddlers in key contests that's happening under the watchful eye of senate minority leader mitch mcconnell who is urging his party To forget about the 2020 election in a new interview with cnn i'll have a lot more to say about how mcconnell's words are too little too late coming up in my hold on segment the big question though is what happens if our midterm elections later this year are thrown into chaos as gop candidates simply act like trump and refuse to admit defeat Uh, the warning lights are blinking red that this could happen Right now, the Trump-owned party, as I like to call it, is executing a strategy to seize control of the T.O.P. from the bottom up and reshape America's elections. It's been dubbed the precinct strategy. And guess who's the Sengali driving this hostile takeover? We're taking action. And that action is we're taking over school boards. We're taking over the Republican Party through the precinct committee strategy. We're taking over all the elections. We're going to take over the election apparatus. American citizens that are volunteering. They are now going to volunteer to go to become a precinct committeeman. They're gonna to volunteer to become a uh, an election official. They're gonna come and run for county clerk and overthrow these county clerks. They're gonna take over the secretaries of the state. We're gonna take this back village by village, precinct by precinct. We're going to take over the election apparatus, take over all the elections. The battle cry from insurrection Braveheart Steve Bannon bannon who appears to have as many political lives as he does shirts that he wears at the same time served in the trump white house until he was fired and then he was charged in federal court with trying to defraud trump supporters until he was pardoned by the former president he's under indictment now for contempt of congress because he wouldn't honor a subpoena from the january 6 committee amazingly he is still running a podcast chumming the waters in trump world with red meat hysteria that the election was stolen when it wasn't it's a lie ProPublica, an investigative journalism outlet, broke down how Bannon has convinced thousands of Trump loyalists to run for positions in local politics, influencing who serves on election boards, school boards, as well as other critical county and state party positions. Stuff they think you're not going to notice. To measure the Bannon effect, ProPublica interviewed GOP leaders in 65 key counties and 41 reported an unusual increase in signups. The green dots on the map show where at least 8,500 new Republican precinct officers joined those counties, uh, those county parties, since Bannon went on the warpath. And look at this chart. ProPublica found the number of precinct committee members in Arizona's largest county, Maricopa, surged after Bannon issued the call for the far right takeover of that area's Republican Party. Yes, Maricopa is where that bonkers cyber ninja audit was held that ultimately wasted everybody's time because it concluded once again that B- Biden uh, soundly defeated Trump there. Of course, this big lie nuttiness is not just playing out in Arizona. Wait until you hear the twisted tale from Nevada GOP politics. You're about to hear firsthand from a witness to his uh, what happened in his backyard, this uh, latest episode of a Trump tsunami a former GOP chair of Nevada's crucial Clark County, home of Las Vegas, where he says party leaders have been inviting the Proud Boys, yes, the Proud Boys, into the tent until he wasn't able to stop it. But first, let's turn to one of the lead reporters on this massive pro ProPublica piece, Isaac Arnsdorf. Uh, Isaac, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, this all sounds like a sneak preview of Coming Attractions, uh, Insurrection to the sequel. Um, at its core, what's the plan?
1: The plan is exactly like you said jim take over the republican party from the bottom up at the local level but the reason this is important is because that local level we have locally run elections in this country that's really where the rubber meets the road and people usually don't don't realize this or don't think about this but and every state's a little different so it's a little hard to keep track of but the people who run the polling precinct The people who sit on the board that sets the rules for the election in the county and that certify the results in the county usually they get there through the county party when something weird happens on election day someone makes a complaint it's the county party chair who shows up to try to resolve that in some places the county party controls who actually even gets on the ballot so what this movement is targeting, what they're doing by filling these county party positions with people who believe that the last election was stolen and they need to stop that from happening again, is they're then putting themselves in position to use the powers of those county parties to directly influence how elections are actually run.
0: And I mean, how influential is this Bannon podcast, uh, this War Room podcast that he's doing even while under indictment? I mean, are there that many uh, Trump uh, GOP officials who are watching this and following his every word or is that overstating things?
1: Well, I I talked to a number of county chairs who all of a sudden started getting these calls about people wanting to become precinct chairs and really had no idea why all of a sudden this, you know, little known position was suddenly in such hot demand, but it was because of Bannon's show. That's where people got this idea. And the fact is that that Bannon's podcast, even though he's been kicked off YouTube, uh, it remains one of the most popular podcasts on Apple's platform in the country. And it has hundreds, more than 100 million downloads on Podbean, which is one of the services that tracks this.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. I was checking this out the other day because I was curious, you know, can you still find uh, Bannon's podcast on your iPhone in the Apple podcast section? And and you can, amazingly, despite the fact that Bannon uh, was instigating an insurrection uh, before January 6th. And, And what is the real world danger that we're talking about here, Isaac?
1: I think one way to think about this is if people remember the images of people demonstrating outside counting facilities right after the election in 2020, people threatening election workers, and you know ultimately people marching to the Capitol, a lot of those same people in the months that followed have gone into these Republican party positions at the county level, and that means that next time around, by virtue of those party positions, they're actually going to be inside the room, inside the polling precinct, inside the counting facility, in a position to influence the casting, counting, and certification of ballots in and, ways that they just didn't have the infrastructure to do before.
0: And Isaac, Democrats have not caught on to this. I mean. Are, are they trying to stop this or are they trying to get in there and make sure that uh, that
1: they have their own forces standing by? Again, I think part of what's hard about this is is, you know, everywhere is different and, you know, people just aren't familiar with with these these county boards or these. Uh, you know, sometimes it's called the election inspector, and sometimes it's called the election judge. Um, and you know, it, it's hard at a national level. The, these aren't tracked anywhere centrally. That's why you know I was left to just you know calling around. Well, what are the places that really matter, and how do we know if this is happening there? And so it's just hard to you know hard to 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 keep an eye on from a bird's eye view. Yeah. Well, it's flying under the radar right now,
0: but thanks to you and ProPublica, uh, not as much under the radar. So, uh, County, we advocates of this precinct strategy, seize control of the Republican Party, a takeover backed in part by the Proud Boys. Yes, the same Proud Boys that Trump told to stand back and stand by. Uh, a stance parroted by the man now in charge of the Clark County Republicans. I don't
2: know who they are. You know, when, when the president was
0: asked if he disavow, he said no. And if the president's okay with that, I'm going to take the presidential stance, right? I I don't know. Now, we reached out to Jesse Law multiple times. The man you just heard uh, in that piece of sound there, he did not get back in touch with us. But uh, fears of violence forced county officials there in Clark County to cancel meetings and ultimately call in police protection because the situation was unraveling there. I want to bring in uh, the former chair of the Clark County Republican Party, David Sajak, uh, David, thanks so much for being with us. Uh, we appreciate it so much. Um, so what happened? Uh, your successor was able to gain control of the local party there with the, the help of the Proud Boys. Do we have that right?
2: Well, yes, indirectly. Uh, they started their own organization an offshoot and called it the CCRP, the Clark County Republican Party. Um, they uh, stormed our meeting. Uh, I happened to be outside the tent uh, listening to Mr. Law uh, instruct his followers and most of them didn't know who I was, so I was standing on the side and heard him instruct people to say, hey, just take this form, fill it out, and you're automatically a member. And that's not how the process works. And he said, don't let them stop you and just storm the doors. And that's what they did. They had about 300 people out there and uh, they stormed the doors and they stole our bracelets for voting and uh, forced their way into the meeting and just created uh, extreme chaos. Uh, so much so that I think it was 13 SWAT officers had to be called in.
0: Yeah. It sounds like a little mini insurrection there in Vegas.
2: It, it absolutely was. And it was uh, bullying and intimidation at the best. And it was at the direction of the state chairman because uh, Mr. Law is his personally appointed guy. And, and they were the ones orchestrating it.
0: And these are volunteer positions. Did you ever think you were you were going to need police protection to to do your civic duty to get involved in local politics?
2: No, sir, I didn't. I came to make a difference and discuss policy and uh, talk about how to govern better and to work together better. Not to not to have my family and my wife and myself threatened repeatedly, and my friends and my supporters. What's that been
0: like? You, you said you and your family. Uh, have gotten. Yeah, they
2: actually uh, call my wife more often than me and uh, tell her to go back to Mexico and how she's not welcome here. And and, in some pretty vile language, Um, they they threatened one of my uh, friends who's been pretty active and told her to get bulletproof underwear and they threatened to kill her. So um, these are not nice people and they're not here to govern. They're not here to talk about policy. Uh, They're not here to help. Um, You know, we got our our Republican secretary of state, the only statewide officer, Barbara Sagaski, who stood up to them and they sent the Proud Boys to the state meeting to censure her because she dared stand up to them because she's there to enforce the law, not to, you know, kowtow to one side or the other um, and, 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 you know, make things up.
0: And we noticed that uh there's a republican candidate for secretary of state in nevada uh jim marchant i hope i'm saying that correctly who went on steve bannon's steve bannon's show he went on steve bannon's show recently and and made some nutty statements about george soros let's watch steve you can't believe nevada nevada there's not amateurs it's like the gambling it's professional very professional uh like i told you And tell everybody, George Soros started this in 2004 with a machine and a plan, and they accomplished it. Yeah, David, David, what is going on with your party right now? You have people uh, floating uh, George Soros conspiracy theories. I guess it does go to show you that the the party is heavily influenced by the likes of Steve Bannon. uh, And there's just no two ways about it right now.
2: Well, there's a number of of normal, moderate Republicans that are dead set against this. Um, But, you know, when you bring thugs and bullies into it, it makes it very difficult to govern for either side. Um, Mr. Marchant is uh, clearly uh, supported by the state chairman and was right next to them when they did the false uh, electoral certification that they sent up to the federal government saying that, President Trump won the state and, and make no mistake. I supported President Trump. I think his policies were fantastic. Um, he did help the economy dramatically, but this is not the way to govern. And uh, you know, some people are being very poorly served and I don't think he understands the magnitude of what's happening in the field. And I, this is just not a way to win. Uh, yeah. You do voter it- registration drives, you get out there, you work, you tell your side of the story. Um, you know, and you engage folks. You don't, you know, and, and both sides got to knock it off too, Jim. I'm sorry. But, you know, there, yeah. there's as much on their side as there is on, on our side. It needs to go back to some semblance of normal. We need to govern. We need to help the country. We need to help folks that need help and move
0: I, on i'd have to respectfully disagree with you there i mean you know it, it was the the trump republicans who stormed the capitol trump supporters who stormed the Capitol on january 6th we will get into a debate on that but you know if we keep seeing episodes,
2: <laughs> exactly
0: if we keep seeing episodes like this though that you experienced there in clark county happening in other places around the country what are the national implications of that
2: i, I think they're they're poor for everyone I, you can't govern by this method. And you don't win by this method. You're, you're not going to get, especially in a state like Nevada, which is, is trending Democrat, I think it's plus four Dem, plus five Dem. Um, you have to have moderates. You have to have people on the other side to win the state. You're not going to thug your way through a victory. And the, the current state chairman hasn't won in 10 years. If you were a football coach, you know i i don't know if you watch any of the football games james but a whole bunch okay. of football coaches just got fired i'm from buffalo by the way so please send your condolences they played yeah. a great game <laughs> they, they did
0: they did it they, doesn't always they, work out your way and isaac I just quickly back to you this, this sounds like what you're hearing all across the country
1: exactly and, and what really strikes me about david's story is they couldn't hold a vote he had to shut down the meeting the, the threat of violence actually prevented the democratic process from working. And in that case, it was the Proud Boys and it was David. But in other places, it's QAnon followers or Oath Keepers or people who marched on January 6th. And it's it's people like David who are being forced out of party leadership.
0: All right. Uh, Isaac and David, thanks very much for what uh, both of you have been uh, doing uh, to call attention to all of this. It's very important. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. It is hard to believe uh, so many still believe Trump's big lie, but we're about to dig into why they do and what the lack of trust in the 2020 race could mean for the midterms and 2024. The great Donio Sullivan, he's on the case. There he is. He's coming up next.
1: And Doug, we got to tell people that Liberty Mutual customizes car,